You're listening to Season 2, Episode 21 of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Welcome to the podcast where we talk rock. I'm your host, GMH, and thank you so, so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, there's been so much cool music that's been dropping lately, but also there have been so many amazing shows that have been announced. So many bands are heading on tour now that things are starting to get back to some sort of normal. And I'm so excited to start going to shows. I'm very excited to see The Watchmen at the end of this month and uh, Billy Talent in April and, oh my God, Avril Lavigne with Mod Sun opening in May, and then I'm looking forward to Foo Fighters in September, just so many shows, and those are just the ones I'm going to, like Slipknot's coming here, uh, Greta Van Fleet's coming here to Winnipeg, it's just so awesome to see bands getting back at it, and I'm so excited to see live music again. Now, in terms of new releases, some of my favorites were Avril Lavigne's newest album love sucks and uh travis barker john feldman and uh mod sun worked on this record and i think it's just actually amazing it's just so avril but i'm so glad that she sort of returned back to a sound she once had the pop punk sound but also brought it out a little bit more it's all live drums i think it sounds amazing I think it's really well polished. She so- she still sounds amazing. And I just think overall it's great. And there's been tons of new music that's been released since our last episode. But uh, I'd have to say one of my favorite releases in a long time was Swaco dropped his new album. It was fun while it lasted today. And that album is just amazing. I've already listened it through like six or seven times. Like I'm not over-exaggerating. Uh, the first single off that album was Paralyzed, and or sorry, the first single was actually Prima Donna, which came back out in 2020. But I'd say of this new era for Swaco, Paralyzed was like the biggest out of all those songs, and he sort of got that big on TikTok, and I think it just sounds awesome, and it's great that he sort of made a rock song go viral, and. The new album's amazing, so I'd go check that out if I were you. Now, before we get into the interview this week with a band from L.A. called Lip Candy, let's get into the song of the week. Now, this week's song of the week is Cigarettes by Oliver Tree. Now, I never really got into Oliver Tree until recently, but... Of course, I knew that song, Life Goes On, and not that one, (laughs) but his uh, new album, Cowboy Tears Dropped, and I thought I'd give it a listen, and and I just actually love this album, to be completely honest. I love every single part of it, and Travis Barker worked on two songs on this album with him, I believe, Uh, Suitcase Full of Cash, and then this one, Cigarettes, and in this song, I hear a lot of influence from the band sublime but i also hear just general alternative aspects in the song like modern alternative sound 
but it's also got Oliver Tree's sort of neat kind of sound, and it's just got a fun sound to it, but it's not really a fun song, if that makes sense. That's sort of what his lyrics are like and his songs are like. And overall, I just love this album, and this is one of my favorite songs off the album, so that's this week's Song of the Week. Hey everyone, so today our special guests on the podcast are the band Lip Candy. How are you guys today? We're great, man. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. So firstly, just so we can sort of like work at the story on, you know, how you guys got to where you are now. Like, how, how did this band start and when did, when did you guys start playing together? So we all met in college in New Orleans in about 2018. Um, that's where we all met. And uh, we always, I was always seeing these guys at shows and stuff. Uh, I actually was in a class with this guy. Yeah. Uh, and then we met this guy outside of, uh, of a show. And then uh, things just kind of naturally happened from there. Oh, awesome. And um, when did you get to the point where you eventually, like, secured it and sort of, like, officially formed Lip Candy? Uh, our first show, Us Three, was uh man i think that was march that was spring of 2019 yeah yeah okay uh the name lip candy had been around for a second um but we don't really consider us actually like solidifying the three of us as a lineup until like about march 2019 okay yeah uh now in terms of like influence as a band you know where where do you what artists are you guys generally inspired by that sort of goes into your music uh, there's a bunch. Um, there's a large spectrum of artists that we pull from, um, you know, because we're, we're really influenced by really rock-oriented sounds, such as, you know, Highly Suspect and, you know, grunge, such as Nirvana. Um, but we also really like, you know, stuff that is more modern, such as coming out um, that, or, mm-hmm. I don't know, like relative to Muse and, and so on and so forth. Um, a lot of 90s, a lot of 2000s, but mixed with a modern uh, twist on it. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Now, where are you guys based out of right now? Los Angeles. Yeah, so uh, I'm sure that's a great place to, you know, sort of be in a band and to be musically active. Like, what's your guys' perspective being out there um, in the music scene? Can I cuss on here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all good. It's a shit show. But in the best way. It's better than how it was because we formed in Louisiana. Okay. Uh, it was a great, like, breeding stepping, ground. Yeah, yeah. Because we got to, like, find our sound, we ourselves, mm-hmm. figure out who we were. And then moving here, it's now like, okay, we're a solidified package. Now it's a doggy dog world yes. sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, I think we're managing pretty well for just like yeah, three guys completely independent. Yeah, I mean we've been out here, we've been out here about eight months now, and you know for for a completely independent band, no management, no label, no agent, no nothing. We've Mm. been we've been doing pretty good holding our own. You know we've been doing you know anything that you should be doing if you are struggling or trying to get exposure, we're doing it. You know like we're grinding on the social media. We're like. We're going outside of shows, um, handing out flyers. Like we're we're doing pretty much anything you can think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank off, thank off. Grassroots. We've gone back to like grassroots promotion because we feel like that's been 
kind of neglected recently, at least for us. Um, yeah. It's all social media now, but, you know, having a huge fan base spread out across the country, having a ton of listeners in, you know, Denver isn't going to help getting, yeah. getting people and shows here. So we're like, I don't know, it, it feels kind of like a no-brainer, but something mm. new. Yeah. So I guess like sort of like, even like you guys are in LA, like, there's sort of like a modern rock sound, like like you guys said that you're sort of you know mixing into your own music. Like, do you feel like you've sort of been able to sort of fit into, uh, I guess sort of a more modern, uh, pop rock rock sound that's sort of coming out these days? Yeah, totally. I I think what we're doing is very fresh. Um, mm-hmm. like a lot of the stuff that comes out. A lot of people, you hear a lot of people saying, oh, this takes me back to, you know, 2003 or, you know, this takes me back to being a kid. And surprisingly, a lot of people, when they hear our stuff, yeah, there's that hint of nostalgia, but they, uh, it's, they seem to mention that it sounds new. And like, we're very mm-hmm. happy to hear that because, you know, we are not a nostalgia act. Like, yeah, we, we are emo influenced, we're grunge influenced, but we're not a nostalgia yeah. act. Like, we're, we're fresh. And so like, yeah. it's, it's very good to, you know, hear that uh what we're doing sounds uh relatively new so yeah it's it's been pretty pretty good in that regard so far i, I feel like um you have acts like like modern pop acts that's been established for a while like willow smith adding guitar and, and rock elements or you know joji has a guitar solo in a song and you're having these pop artists kind of retrofit rock into their new stuff yeah artists that are coming up um Aiden or, or younger than them starting out with this rock sound, but that's starting out from more of a healthy place. We're trying to blend the two, like starting out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean for sure. And, uh, you know, let me ask in terms of, uh, in terms of a band, like when, when you guys write music, is there like one main writer? Do you guys all work completely together or does it change every time? How does that sort of work for you guys? kind of changes every time um like there's been some songs where the three of us all go in the studio together and we have no ideas walking into the studio and once we're all in there together that's when we start creating and so it's all of us together and then sometimes it's a song that maybe i just come up with and like maybe i'll come up with the melody and then also i'll be the starter of that and then yeah for example like there's one song that's going to be on the ep that alex basically had written the whole thing and the only thing that we did was tweak like a couple words and stuff so it's really different time mm-hmm. and uh well yeah since you mentioned that like uh i guess you said you have a ep that you're working on i was gonna ask like besides singles are you working on putting out like a small batch of music in the future yes, sir. perfect question yeah <laughs> uh yeah we're, we're in the process of uh our uh debut EP, and um it's gonna be about six songs, maybe with some interludes or stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, we're almost there. Um, yeah, we have, uh, I'm looking, we have this board on the wall of like, it's a map out of the EP. And so mm-hmm. we have five out of six slots filled. So we have one more one more song to figure out what we want to do with. Yeah, we have a few in the running, a few demos that we're fleshing out, but. Awesome. So yeah, like since you brought that out, since you brought that up with with your new music 
how how are you guys generally recording these days? Are are you in a studio? Are you working with somebody specific? How how is that working? Yeah, it's we've been we've been writing a lot. Um, we've been experimenting with it with a bunch of different stuff. Like we've never really in the past uh, wrote with a lot of other people, but recently we've been um, you know, because we've been meeting so many people out here in LA. We've been writing with a bunch of other people that we've met. Um, you know, like for example, on a uh, Wednesday we have a studio session with Callie Shore, which is um, I don't know if you know who she is, but she's a Nashville-based like super sick artist she happens to be in town and you know she's gonna hop in the studio with us and help us write and you know nice. we're not used to that so it's it's really cool to be able to collab um but uh yeah we're our producer his name is blake roses um he used to sing in a band called a weatherly um he's been our producer pretty much since day one um so yeah we're, we're working with him and uh bringing some other songwriters into the mix and yeah i mean he's like his studio is where we get the final product from but we do start a lot of the time from their bedroom just making demos in our own little studios mm. um taking those in with the ideas that we have and out. yeah so let me ask like working working as an independent band uh what do you guys feel has been like the biggest struggle for you guys so far as independent artists not, there's only so much time in the day, man. You know, we, we're, uh, we're living in California, Los Angeles, in that regard. Rent is not cheap. You got to work a job. Right? Yeah. A lot of the hours spent during the day are working our job. So, you know, there's only so much time in the day that we can actually, you know, allocate our time and our energy to doing stuff for the fans. You know, people are open for so long or, you know, all these different variables and all these things do take time to get these big blocks in and actually yeah. take the end product out. So, totally. so the, the biggest struggle has been just like being, that, that's what comes with having a team, right? It's suddenly able to create space to really focus yeah. on craft. And that's what we miss, you know, like that's what we really you know, want. But right now is just kind of like the ability the time to and the money. So that we can focus on it more, you know, because we're yeah. not really sure with the love and dedication that we Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys, uh, looking looking back through uh, like the time you guys have been in a band, uh, is there a specific memory that sticks out like one of the most exciting memories that you've had as a band that you'd like to share? Um, we have all individual ones. Yeah, there's... Yeah, that's cool, too. There's a few, man. I mean, the other day, we went... This was the first time that we went viral in a video with all three of us in it. <laughs> so, like, the other day, we made this TikTok skit, and it got, like, 1.5 mil, and, like, you know, it's that was, that was sick. Um, nice. Moving out here, man... Um, you know, being, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, we got flown out to LA. We were working with some people that we were very excited with at the time and like, they flew us out and took us shopping and kind of rolled out the red carpet. That was super exciting at the time. We had this one show that we played in Baton Rouge that was during a halftime event of like <laughs> the, the, it was the season, like it was Alabama versus LSU, like the event. And we played as a halftime like band um and there i i'll just never forget like 
because there were only about like 2,000 people in there, which is, keep in mind, a lot of people for the yeah. size of the venue, it was like, it was I, I was over the moon. Like we immediately looked through the curtains and we go back to the green room and we're just we're like, like, oh, like that kid from Home Alone, just like, yeah. oh my God, what on earth? Yeah. Funny story, um, we don't talk about this enough and I don't know why we don't, but our first show together was opening for Doja Cat. Yeah, yeah. True. And then the second show was flying to LA to album release. Yeah, we opened right. for yeah, we opened for a band called In Her Own Words. They were doing an album release show and we got to open for that. And uh yeah, those are those are two memories yeah. that I'll hold I'll hold yeah. forever. I'd never been in a band, like a real serious band before. Mm-hmm. And then you know, these guys were like, Hey, why don't you play with us? And we were still like testing the waters. And the second show I played with them, I flew out to LA and opened mm-hmm. this album drop party. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is, is pretty like. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, um, I mean with with the pandemic, like it's it's affecting like everywhere like differently or has affected other places differently. Like I'm sure my situation like in Canada is probably much different than your guys' situation. So um let me just ask like in general, how how has that been for you guys as of recent? Man, it was uh we we kind of got blue balled a little bit because like they we moved to California, they totally removed all restrictions. We got to play a couple of killer shows, um, and then Delta hit, Omicron hit, and then all the restrictions came back for the most part. And so it's mm-hmm. been hard, dude. I mean, we've been we've been without playing shows. For, for months now and that's that's what we as a band do, like enjoy doing the most like obviously we love all the other stuff you know making music and everything but we had to pick one man it's playing shows and like we're not, we can do that so it's it kind of sucks it stinks because right now it, it's like a double it's a double-edged sword you know because because right now like i'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this really and because you know really everybody is looking for some sort of like answer as to like where to go in the music industry right now and a lot of people are looking towards tiktok a lot of people are looking towards labels a lot of people are you know there's just so much like uncertainty that people are unable to like actually take action in the book right what i mean like people yeah. are like oh wait there's They're all this scared. stuff going yeah, they on get scared. we got to make yeah. sure that our artists that are signed right now get their shows coming out and until then we can't sign any new artists it's like there's just this huge like yeah. It's like there's a delay on a shipment. You there, know what I'm saying? It's been, like backlog. It, the industry is uh, way more scared than ever to take risks. And mm-hmm. I think uh, not only is that because of, you know, the the pandemic, but also, yeah, because of, you know, the, the market is right now with like how everybody looks at numbers right now instead of, you know, if they actually see potential in the artist, they, they care about numbers. And so the pandemic is obviously, uh, you know, brought that to a whole nother level because an A&R can't really, like if I'm an A&R at a label during a pandemic, I can't just walk down the street to a bar and go catch this really cool band that I've been scouting. It's like, no, I have to look at them on my phone and see what their numbers are on, on social media are like. Yeah. And if they're not up to par, then I'm not going to give a shit about them. You know? yeah. Right. We're not really doing this on our own terms necessarily. Before the pandemic, we're like, okay, we're going to record these songs. We're going to tour off of them, build that like, Round up fan base and it's going to be our live shows that carry us forward and then that couldn't happen and so we had to transition to creating an audience online mm-hmm. not 
wasn't our strong suit um we, at the beginning at least at the beginning no it worked mm-hmm. it, we made it work mm-hmm. um because we had to out of necessity yeah now we're having, easy, though. yeah now we're having to transition back to yeah. we're like we're trying to transition back to life but the world's not really letting yeah i mean like one of the one of the hardest things especially for independent artists too is like spotify as well because like that's where like lots of your numbers are displayed and it's not always you know what you want on there compared to like what you have on other social media platforms so that's also something like after talking to a bunch of other different artists and bands on the podcast that's that's one of the biggest problems as well uh now this this is a question that i like to ask every episode so i'm going to ask you guys uh do you have any advice for bands or artists who are just getting started and that's a great question i would just say i mean you know if you were to ask this pre-covid my my answer would be way different probably um but then again i don't know there's there's some things that hold true but obviously like you have to suck it up and grind on social media like that's just what you know everybody looks at these days Mm -hmm. and it sucks and and it's horrible like you know I, i think you know it should be all about the music but your numbers need to look good that's just a fact um I would also say just like do what makes you happy though like don't work yourself to death like on you know making a TikTok for four hours like it's you know just do what makes you happy make music that you like making and mm-hmm. with people who you like making with and the content that you need to put out will come around that you know what I'm saying so yeah yeah for I, sure my big two cents on it is just that you got you gotta really want it man like yeah. you this yes. fact this this is not easy uh-huh. this is in yeah i'm not talking about like making ends meet this is not easily like mentally and internally like emotionally you're you've got to go with a lot of shit you got to put mm-hmm. up with a lot of shit and if you're not able to do that you better throw in the towel now because you really are going to waste your time like, like this is a really rigorous path that not a lot of people really want yeah. to do I think a big part of it is you just have to take yourself seriously. You can't really half-ass it. Mm-hmm. And by taking yourself seriously, that means studying your craft as a musician, as a songwriter. And then also, you know, you can philosophically disagree with what you have to do to get ahead in the industry. If mm-hmm. it's socials, if it's this, that, and the other thing. But when you, when you take yourself seriously, that means, okay, I'm going to treat this as a business. I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to invest my own money because I have faith in myself. And it takes mm-hmm. a lot, of, a lot of guts. Yeah. That, that, I don't know. You have to cultivate. You got to sacrifice a lot of effort, money, time. But yeah, at the end of the day, like it'll all be worth it. Like if you really want to do it and love, love it that much, it'll all be worth it. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, well, thank you so much uh for talking with me today um i'm I'm really glad i got you guys on the show yeah man thanks for having us thank you so much thank you so so much for tuning in thank you to the boys from lip candy for coming on the show go check them out seriously they've got some cool stuff and i i think like help them out go listen to them this is definitely this podcast Definitely has its fan base focused in Canada. So let's get them some more Canadian listeners. And uh, yeah, thank you all so, so much for tuning in. I'm your host, GMH. Have a great week. 
We'll talk to you soon. Let's talk and rock. It's talking rock with GMH.